Facts of Faith. Good morning and welcome. You're listening to Facts of Faith with me, Nayelu Pondo, and I hear on SFM, South Africa's news and information leader. Thank you very much. The question we're asking this morning is a question that seems to have shaken the Christian world just a bit, not too much, especially those who are quite conversant with apologetics, Christian apologetics. This question is not that big of an issue, but it is an issue nonetheless. Is the Christian God a Christian? Is the Muslim God a Christian? When we speak a God, speak of a God, are we speaking of a Christian or are we speaking of a God who supersedes religion? Take note, we are not asking who are Muslims worshipping, we are not asking who are Jews worshipping, we are asking if the God that we are referring to right now as Christians, Christian, should we use Christian fundamental tenets to build a construct of a God or can we say God is God without using Christian terms? Well, if you'd like to join the conversation, the lines are open. 0891-104-207-0891-104-207. Is God a Christian? Facts of Faith begins right now. Facts of Faith. Joining us now to give us some perspective in our conversation, we do have a guest on the line, Makosi Tabashe, a freelance writer currently at the SABS, the South African Bureau of Standards, specializing in traditional medicine and is also a traditional healer. Good morning to you, sir, and thank you very much for joining us. Good morning. Good morning. Big pardon. And also we do have a uh, guest also on the phone, Reverend Dr. Vugile Mean, Director of Human Resource Office of the Methodist Church of Southern Africa in the office of the presiding bishop. Reverend Dr. Vugile Mean, good morning to you. Good morning, sir. And well, we need now to bring you on as South Africans. The lines are open, as I said. Please feel free to send your text messages to 34701. 34701, or find me on Facebook, Naya Lupondona Live, or just Naya Lupondona. Let's begin with you, uh, uh, madam. When you say, when you hear the question, is God a Christian, what is your outright answer? Is God a Christian? For me, uh, and, and in our African traditional beliefs, the Creator is beyond a religion. Because uh, bottling it to one particular, and, and, and understanding exactly what religion is, is that it, it's about worshipping in a particular format, where for us, the Creator is beyond all of that. That's why you will never hear an, a, a traditional healer or a traditional uh, um, practitioner saying that you need to stop whatever religion or way of worship that you have chosen, because that's not what uh, create the Creator is about. There's no choosing that I shall be worshipped in a particular way or shape or form, because that is just how we, it's a social thing. That's what religion is. Christians have a text where Christ himself says, no one goes to the Father except through me. Are they wrong? Is their Christ wrong? No, no, it's not, you know, and, and even it, it's, it's the way that was constructed and you must also what we what we tend to do is that we also tend to read religious texts in isolation of the current the time that they were written in in that there were a lot of things happening there which required a particular focus of a message you can even take a buddhist text which was written in a particular context about how you get to that particular place but ultimately all of them the principles are about universal love universal acceptance and how you dress that up really does 
become a question of how you are socialized. So you cannot, um, in South Africa, we have this socialization and our culture has taken the Christian route. You go to the East and you will find them whatever route they have taken. But that's what has cloaked their belief system. But ultimately, uh, the creator is beyond a religion. I can appreciate that. The, the reconciliatory note that you're advancing right there, but it still doesn't respond to our question. Are you mm-hmm. saying that that Christian Christ who says no one goes to the Father except through me is wrong? Are Christian wrongs? And is there a Christ wrong when he says that? No, you put it perfectly when you say Christians and their Christ. No, they are not wrong in their context. And their Christ? No, in their context. No, yep. you know, he, they are not wrong. I understand. What about context. their Christ? Is their Christ wrong when he says that? Because they are quoting the words of their Christ. Is their Christ you, wrong when he says, no one goes to the Father except through me? Is it Because now you're asking me to get into Christ's head when you are saying that. But for me, if you ask Christ, is he a Christian? That would be another question as well, because it was the way, his way of living, the following, what were the principles that he was living? I understand. So was right that was not my question, that, madam. My question was, emulate, is he wrong? I do. I understand. No, he's not wrong in his context. He's not wrong when he says no one goes to the Father through him except through me. In his context. What context would also, that be, madam? In, you, you, you're also not going to get me to... to um, to, to dis- disavow someone else's belief by saying, is he wrong? In his context, he is right. Just like any other religion in their context is right. For me, the right or the wrongness of it comes in when we say the only way to God is through Christianity. That is wrong. Okay, so you, you, you are not going to answer the question that I am asking. I'm asking the question I'm predicated gonna, on John 14, 6, ma'am. Let me read the text so that everybody can understand what I'm talking about. It reads, and I quote I'm, from the New International Version. Allow me to read it first, and then I'll, I'll give you an opportunity to respond, madam. Jesus answered, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Full stop, close quote. And I'm asking the question, when this Christ in the Christian Bible is saying this, is he wrong? As a Sangoma, if you brought me on your show to come and bash Christianity, you ask for the wrong person. Mine is not about disavowing any religion. And to quote the Bible to me, I'm the wrong person, you quote it to the bishop, because that's how he works. But to get me to say that somebody's religion, you cannot say to someone the way they believe is wrong just because you wanted to. That is not where African traditional religion is. We are open. Because we understand that creation and to get to creation is very much an individual experience. So to say that other people want me to say that other people's experiences are invalid, you're not going to get that wrong someone to speak to. Because I understand that getting to creation is an individual experience. How you get to that experience in your way is how you get to it. The wrongness comes in when you want to do exactly what you want me to do, which is to then decide which one is right or which one is wrong. That I will not do. All right. We'll ask the question, is God a Christian? The lines are open for you to join the conversation. We're in conversation with Makosi Tabaja, freelance writer currently at the SABS, and also she's a traditional medicine. She is in traditional medicine, is also a traditional healer. When we come back, we hear the take of Reverend Dr. Vogila Mayan. Did you know that women are more likely to be raped by people they know? A friend, lover, or community member. And did you know that 50% of reported rapes 
are likely to happen in a home than in the streets? Don't be a statistic. Act against sexual violence. Report rape and sexual violence by calling the Commission for Gender Equality on 0800-007-709. This initiative is supported by the SABC Foundation. Facts of Faith. You're listening to Facts of Faith with me, Nayelo Pondona. Now we turn to Reverend Dr. Vogile Bayan, the Director of Human Resource Office of the Methodist Church of Southern Africa and the Office of the Presiding Bishop. Reverend Doctor, is God a Christian? All right, we've lost the line to the good reverend. Let's continue our conversation with Mokosis Kabasha. All right, when we yeah. speak of... Reverend, doctor, are you there? I'm there, yes, thank you. Okay, let's come back to you. Is God a Christian? God is not a Christian. God is the source of Christian. Explain the what The Christian you mean by faith that. is derived out of the centerness of who God is. Uh, you will remember that our belief is that God is a triune God. Is God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. In that trinity, God reveals himself in different ways. The, if you look at the construction of the Bible, you will see that the Old Testament, it contains the redemptive rule of God. The, the Gospels, they are the fulfillment of the prophecies that came out of that redemptive rule. And the Epistles, which is the writings of the Apostles, it contains the, the work of the Holy Spirit. And then the last part, it is referred to as eschatology, the study of the last things. So the, con- the, the commitment um, or the, con- the, 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 the way God reveals who he is throughout the scriptures, it, it's got an element of those who followed Christ and they were called Christians. But in it, God is the source and the center of the Christian faith. I like how you have framed and couched your reply there, Reverend, but it still is skirting the issue. If you're going to speak of a Christ who purports to be one with his Father, I am the Father one, and he calls everyone to be like him, for he is like the Father, it creates the impression that the behavior that has been dubbed Christian behavior is supposed to be a reflection of the character of this God, which this Christ is exemplifying. Is it not so? It is absolutely correct. If you listen to what I said earlier on, the Godhead, the totality of the Godhead, it contains how God reveals himself in various three stages of the Christian faith. He reveals himself in the Godhead, one, as the God the Father. He reveals himself in the second instance, the second person of that trinity, as the God the Son, who is the anointed one, the Christ. And it reveals himself in the continuance of who God is through the revelation of the Holy Spirit. Therefore, when Jesus says, if you come to the Father, you can come through me, he is saying, as part of the Godhead, if you are going to participate in the fullness of the Trinity, 
you have to come through as one of the persons of that tri- of that trinity. So there's nothing wrong with that. Well, I'm not even suggesting that it is wrong there, sir. I am, however, asking if there is an insinuation by way of exegizing what is in scriptures that perhaps we must understand that this God is exemplified by a mortal human being who then dies and comes back immortal, this Christ. Then we can say we are speaking of a God who is exemplified and typified through a Christ. Is that not the case, Reverend Doctor? Yes. Um, we, as those who believe in the Christian faith, it is based on the biblical injunction that we are to exemplify who Christ is in our lives. Now, as we live here, what is called the current state of perfection. We are expected to emulate Christ and live according to, 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 to Christian values as they have been lived out by Jesus. We are expected to do that now, not life after. Now, as we speak now, we are supposed to exemplify who Christ is. All right. All right. The lines are open. 0891-104-207. 0891-104-207. We're asking the question, is God a Christian? If you're a Christian, you have an opinion on this matter, call us right now. If you're not a Christian and you have a view on this matter, you're also welcome to come through and share your opinions. The question still stands, is God a Christian? You can use any document. Please make sure you distinguish between text and your opinion. If you believe this is your opinion, you're entitled to share your opinion. If you believe this is textual, then you can share the text to be the Quran, the Torah, or the gleanings of Baha'i, or the Bible, or perhaps some article if you so feel to do so. That's fine. 0891 We're in conversation with Reverend Dr. Vugile Mehana. He's the Director of Human Resources of the Humanitarian Church of Southern Africa in the office of the presiding bishop. Facts of Faith. You're listening to Facts of Faith with me, Nayelo Pondona, here on SFM, South Africa's news and information leader. We're all in conversation with Makosi Tsabashi. And so we continue with Reverend Dr. Vugile Mehan. Taking your calls also on 0891-104207-0891-104207. Reverend Doctor, we have an understanding that there is a God that is a God to Muslims, that is a God to the Baha'is, that is a God to the African traditionalists, that is a God to any other faith. Why would this Christ allege that you cannot go to this God except through him? Uh, firstly, we need to understand what the opening of the, the Holy Bible. The Holy Bible starts by saying, Genesis chapter 1, verse 1. At the beginning, God created heaven and earth. Before the beginning, there was God. And the beginning of what we have, it is the work of the revelation of who God is. That's number one. Number two, the creation of the anthropos, the humanity. It is out of the works of God, irrespective as, as to who that humanity is. Therefore, that is why we believe that every existing human being, it is the image of God. Therefore, it needs to be respected in that context of when you see another person, you see God.
thirdly, people, because they are God, they are not robots. They are given the mind and the ability to decide what is right and what is wrong. They've got the ability to believe what they want to believe. The duty of the Christian faith is to point to the fact that, as far as we are concerned, this God is the one who is to be worshipped. And we preach faith into that God, the holistic God of every creation, including every human being. Therefore, if you decide to have somebody else who represents this supernatural being of yours, it is within yourself, in your consciousness of understanding that I believe in the supernatural being. We are saying as Christians, that supernatural being is God. In whatever way or form that you acknowledge and worship that supernatural being, we are saying that should be God. It is within that context, therefore, that Christ says, those who want to come to the Father, they must come through to through me because I form part of that Godhead. So anyone who does not go through this Christ does not go to the Father? The Christ, you must understand, is not, a separ- is not a separate being from who God is. When Christ says, through me, he means through the second being of the Godhead. So in other words, you come through God to God because he's part of God. That's what he means. But what I'm asking, uh, Reverend Doctor, is are you alleging that people who do not acknowledge the third son or the third part of this triune God are not able to reach the full totality of the triune God as far as the Christians are concerned? What Christ is saying, he says, the way for you to be able to be in there to come to God, you have to come in faith through God in his second state of the Trinity. There is no separation of Christ from God in the, in the Godhead of the Holy Trinity. If you, if you understand what I mean. No, no, sir, I don't. Get, once you get to a point of wanting to separate Christ from the Trinity, therefore your question holds. But if you believe that Christ himself is God, he is the second person of the Godhead. That is my question Christ there, the Reverend Doctor. Those who don't believe that Christ is God, what, do, what happens to them? Pardon? What happens to people who don't believe that Christ is God? Well, it is our responsibility as the Christian faith to teach them and also to share with them that they believe that God is God. We do not have a luxury of condemning anybody. Hence my question, we Reverend we, Doctor. We're saying nobody is beyond redemption. Hence I'm we asking the question, Reverend Doctor. Those who have learned the Christian... Reverend Doctor, those who have learned the Christian truth and still are on the opposite side, who still hold the view that this Christ that you're referring to is not God. He's merely a prophet, for example, or just a charismatic leader during a particular epoch. Hence, I'm asking the question, what then happens to those who do not believe that this Christ is God? Are they not able to reach the Creator God? We are saying we got a duty in our faith to be honest to the, to the commission Christ gave to us. In Matthew Gospel, chapter 28, verses 19 to 20, it is exactly that commission when Christ says, go to the world 
and teach the world about who I am and baptize them in my name. It is because Christ was aware that there are people, as he was saying that, who do not believe in him. They see him in many other ways. Therefore, we've got a responsibility to carry out the commission of Christ and and make those people to return to the Christian faith so that they can enjoy the love of Christ as the only way to come to God. Let's take some calls for you, Reverend Doctor. 891 Let's go to Peter. Good morning, Peter. Peter, you there? Peter's gone. Let's go to KZN. ZD, good morning. To you. How are you? Well, thank you, ZD. Uh, and to you? your guest as well. Hmm. Uh, I just want to say um, one thing. In the past, years gone by in your great granny's days and grandfather's days, when yes. there was no Torah, there was no, uh, there was, there, there was no so much of uh, Quranic education or English education or Bible education. Okay. But people believed in God in their own vernacular. In their own vernacular, they all believed in God yes. and in their own way without having the scriptures to tell them what to do, but they believed in God. Yes. And they didn't have the education education or the, or the literacy uh, to, to the Bible or the Quran, and even if they had the Quran, they read, they read in Arabic, and in Arabic, we didn't know one bit of what the Quran meant. We didn't know, if somebody asked me, what, uh, what is uh, uh, God in, in Arabic, I don't know. I wouldn't have known and I wouldn't have told them if I had it not been changed to the English version where people understand it now better and are teaching better. But how did the people, my point is, how did people be respectable in the past without all these education? How did they be respectable? They used their common senses and they were respect and they believed in God and they also used their common senses. And, and they were very respectful, respectable to one another. Yes. We lived in diversity. We lived with, with, with Shanga people, uh, Shangan people. We lived with Kosa uh, people. We lived with Sutu people. We lived with Zulu people. And we all respected each other. And we all understood each other. But today, I don't know, with all the education, the varsity, the treasury educations, the, uh, the metric educations, people didn't go to school those days. People only went to four and sent five. And how did they didn't go to treasury? They didn't go to college. How did people be respectable? They used their own discretion. Thank you so much. Have a nice day. Okay. Thank you very much, ZD. Let's move on to James and Neisner. Good morning, James. Good morning, sir. How are you this morning? Well, thank you, James. How are you? Well, 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 thanks. So let me answer your question. Firstly, I want to say I'm very privileged to know many dear Muslim people, many dear Hindu people, many dear Jewish people. I know people from Hare Krishna and obviously Christian faith. Now, to answer your question, I'm going to make a very simple, a very simple illustration. And I'm going to use, uh, let me use the army as an, ex- as an illustration. If I want to see the general, let me say the general is now God, okay? Now, there's a captain or a major that says, before you can see the general, he's at the door. Before you can see the general... You've got to see me, you've got to go through me. That's quite acceptable. So, that's where Christ says that nobody comes to the Father but by me. Let me put it in terms as Christ is the captain. Once you commit, once you, once you go there to the captain and say, I want to see the general, you're committing to the Christian faith. That is not for Muslim, that is not for Jew, that is, once you decide outside, you say, well, you know what, I want to go and speak to this God via the captain. Via, I want to go and speak to the general via the captain. So I'm going to, 
meet the captain and say, may I see the general? That's only for the Christian. Once you've committed and said, look, I want to go this way. Are you implying there, uh, James, that there is a way of going to the general via any other, the colonel perhaps? Well, the the general, the general, uh, the Muslim and the Hindu and the Jew, they have got... They've got their way, for which I have great respect. Muhammad, peace be upon him. The, 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 the Muslim believes that Muhammad is a prophet, is a prophet, the last prophet, and the truth or the extension of the truth was revealed to him. Now, the way that the, the, way that the Muslim believes, I've got nothing against that. I'm a Christian. And I accept the way that I was, was, uh, was taught. Had I been small, and had I been in an accident, maybe, and my parents were killed, and I was adopted by a Hindu or a Hindu or Muslim family or Jewish family, I might have been either or. So you're saying that there is an alternative. This Christ is in error when he Christ, says there is Christ no is way there. through. Christ is there. Once you're outside, you're outside. Now you might be in a battalion. Now you decide there. And the battalion are made up of many, many different peoples. Now you decide, you say to yourself, but I want to see the general. You are then making a, a commitment to go via the captain to see the general, but you've already said, I want to be a Christian, I want to do it the Christian way. Hence, I'm asking the it, question there, James. Is there an alternative to the captain? If you're saying that... We, yes, definitely. No, without a doubt. The captain, uh, the, 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 the general... Is, 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 uh, is accessible to... Absolutely supreme. And I cannot, and I cannot say... Uh, I said one day, I said one day to a very dear... Had the privilege, I've had the privilege of meeting a couple of people in my time. And then I said to a very dear person that came from Pakistan... James, going to ask you not to be circuitous in your replies. We need to take other calls also. You need okay, to be as okay, direct okay. as possible. I said to him, you know what, if this world... I'm speaking on behalf of the Christian, the Jews, Muslim, the Hindu. If this world, the way that this world looks, we've got a very small or a very wrong perception of who and what God is. If we knew anything about God, if we knew who God really is, our world, irrespective of who you are, what you say you are, would not look the way it is. So I believe when we talk about God, we must tread very, very lightly. And I cannot accuse anybody. I'm saying that the way I believe is the way I believe, Got it. but I have the greatest respect Got for it. anybody else that says, you know what, I was taught. Got to move on, James. Got to move on, take other calls. Go to Tom. Good morning, Tom. Tom, I'm good morning. I'm going to throw a spanner in the works here this Please morning. Please do. Go ahead. I am not a Christian. I believe in God Almighty, the creator of heaven and earth. And when Jesus referred to, when Jesus said, except through me, will you get to heaven or will you get to God? The Bible was written by people and it was actually misconstrued and twisted a little bit. What he was saying is, if you don't do what I tell you to do, you will not receive God's grace. Okay. That's what he was saying. He wasn't saying through me. Jesus had a fight through his life with people. He kept on saying, not my will, but my father's will. Yes. When the woman said, uh, good master, I'm, I'm actually Afrikaans. In Afrikaans, she, she, she said, goeie meester. Okay. He reprimanded her and he said, no. There's no one as good. God 
just God is good. Yeah. And this is what Jesus' life was about, right through the Bible. He had this war going that people shouldn't worship him, that people should listen to his teachings and do as he instructs them. Okay. All right. Thank you very much. Appreciate okay. your calm, computer comment. Let's move on to Bob in Peter Merritt's back. Good morning, Bob. Good morning. How are you? Well, thank you, sir. Go ahead. All right. Um, I take a, a leap from 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 a Hindi perspective, perspective uh, predominantly understanding that sim- similarly in Christianity, in Muslim faith, in Hindu faith, there are different, different um, types of faith. Like I'm Hindi, although I'm a Hindu. So I just want to bring that into play here and and just explain that from from our perspective is that we're talking about, about a supreme consciousness, about a supreme father who is far, far, far bigger than all of us in this world. And we all try to explain who he is and what he is all about. And everybody has their own way of doing it. Now, I just want to place an analogy here for us, for, for how we, we, we look at it. We look at it as an example of the sun, the one and only sun that appears in the sky. There is no two. There is only one similar like that. There is only one supreme consciousness, one supreme father. And the various religions of the world can be described as on the various continents, the various rivers of the continents flow through all the canyons, pushes its way, but it reaches the one sea. And when it enters that, it becomes calm. So religion in our perspective is like that. We have praise for everybody. We understand the work that, of that the is not even the Father. issue here now there uh, uh, Bob the issue is can we say that this God is exclusively accessible via the Christian modus operandi no the, the Christian faith the Muslim faith the Hindu faith and so the the, 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 the millions of faiths throughout the world is I'm trying to give the an analogy of the one sun the big bright sun that comes out, no matter where it is in the world, that is the only sun that comes out. Yes. The rays of the sun falls on every individual equally. And the, the supreme consciousness allows you to harness that energy in the, in, in the way that you would like it, in the way that you would like to see God, and, and, and you can harness how much you want. For example, an engineer will harness so much of that sun that he will be able to make electricity and sell it okay. to a lot of people. The, the, the next step of that... Con- it it depends totally on us how we Bob, harness Bob, that Bob, energy of you. I got that point. Uh, the, the next step then is then the innuendo or the explication actually in the text by Christ who says no one goes to the Father, no one harnesses the Son except for through me. Uh, is, is that text incorrect? Is the Christ in error, is he mistaken? Is he wrong when I he says you cannot go through to the Son, to the Father, except through me? I think the, the, my 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 take on this one is it's purely my opinion is that right. people read scripture people read scripture differently and understand it dif- differently. In in generality, the supreme consciousness, no matter where you are, in which Bible you read in the Quran or in the in the Bhagavad Gita, yes. it says quite clearly that when whenever and wherever unrighteous is unrighteousness is on the uprise, I will body myself. So at that time, Jesus bodied himself. In other words, the supreme consciousness took that form to do that. And in Hinduism, we call it an avatar, that form. And it's similar like with us, when, 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 when things were not right in, in the time of um, Lord Krishna, he bodied himself as Lord Krishna. Okay. And, and I do understand that Prophet Muhammad had that same play, that the supreme consciousness came down. Yes. Now, our, our, our mundane 
understanding and our undine, mundane human beings, you know, we, we take everything and we, 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 we take it and use it to the path that we would like it to be run. All right, but got the it. Supreme Consciousness got it. is I got one. It. Bob, we're going to move on. Take one more caller before we go to uh, the break. Let's talk to Suleiman. Suleiman, good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Nayan. Uh, my understanding of the verse, uh, the verse that you're talking about, that no one goes to God but through me, is that, that every time and period God has selected prophets to come and deliver the message. So if Moses was here, and whoever lived during that period in time had to follow the law of Moses, which means you want to go to God, you go through Moses. Then came David, then came Solomon, then came Jesus. That's <laughs> okay. what Jesus was saying. Yeah. Is, it's my time now. I am the, the prophet, chosen prophet of the time yeah. and day. So you want to go through God, I am the law, and I am the way to God. Nice. That's what he meant. Likewise, when Muhammad comes after Jesus, anyway, Jesus did speak about the coming of Muhammad. Yes. And likewise, now the time of Muhammad, you go through God through Muhammad. So Jesus, Muhammad is universal. Jesus was sent but to the lost sheep, lost sheep of Israel. It is stated many times in the Bible that I'm only sent but to the lost sheep of Israel. But, so but Suleiman, you're using an example of Moses and David and all these other patriarchs of the Christian faith, and yet they never uttered those words. Never at their point of their practice did they say, you cannot go to the Father except through me. In Jesus fact, David himself had a prophet right? who, right. to whom he and went to God. Jesus, Jesus made the statement, and Muhammad, God made the statement concerning Muhammad through the Quran. Yeah, but that's never do we find that in, in the case of David or Abraham or any of the guys that you've mentioned right now, mm-hmm. Muhammad perhaps, but at no point did David say, no one goes through the Father through me except through me. In fact, he had a prophet himself. Yeah, exactly. Well, well, you have a point, Anaya, but this is what I'm just trying to explain this, this verse of what, uh, okay. for the period in time that Jesus was there. So as long as Jesus is there, he was your guide. You want to go through God, you go through Jesus. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's plain and simple of the verse. Got it. Thank uh, you very much, Suleiman. All right. When we come back, we read your text messages and hear what the Reverend Fugile Mehana has to say about your comments shortly after this. Facts of faith. We're reading your text messages for those of you who sent your text messages to 34701 on the question we're trying to grapple with. Is God a Christian? And these are the text messages. Joey, can I get some text messages, please? Uh, text message reads, Naya, Jesus was not a Christian, but a Jew. And he's not the founder of Christianity, but his followers. God is not religious. He or she is everything a human being can imagine. That's Steema. KZN. Thank you very much, Steema, for your opinion. Now the text message reads, Those who believe in God, pray and live a good life, are fine with God. That's Don. Okay, Don. Another one says, I think, I don't think Jesus existed. It's a political move by the Romans. Myth and fantasy. That one is not signed. Another one says, Christ is just a title or name dubbed by people who forfeited the appointed name, Emmanuel. Okay. All right, uh, Reverend Doctor, you heard the comments and the text messages. Take your pick and reply to whichever you feel needs your reply. Yes, thank you very much for the opportunity again. I've listened carefully to all the comments. They're very interesting, very educative. Uh, But what one needs to say is that And in the Christian faith, there is a theological term which is called Christology. Christology is the study of the humanity of Christ and the godliness of Christ. 
Now, if you look into that and get into the context of of the verse that you have quoted, John 14, verse 6, the context is that Jesus Christ was speaking to his followers who were before him. And if, therefore, and the question is, can somebody get to the Father through Christ? The context itself explains that, firstly, we have to be the follower of Christ to be able to understand that. And I think in that context, Christ was talking in his human nature. Christ who took our human nature and was talking to these followers in front of him, lifting them up to the state of godliness in understanding that as part of the Holy Trinity, you can graduate from the humanity and to be in communion with the Father through me. Therefore, it is important, therefore, the faith in Christ, it is the paramount important starting point so that you become the follower of Christ. Of course, if you are not the follower of Christ, it will be difficult to generalize and say everybody can only access God through Christ when you do not put and factor the element of faith and be the follower of Christ. That is a very important observation that we should always have in this discussion. So in effect, you're saying uh, Christians are the only people that will go to God and anyone else can use any other way or modus operandi. People who believe in Christ, who believe in his words, his works, his deeds, his death and his resurrection, are the people we will understand that in order for them to, uh, to be with God, the Father, it is true God, the Son, which is Jesus Christ. And we've got the responsibility to teach those gospel truths to the world. Uh, Reverend Doctor, as I would like us to, 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 to agree on this, that while the Christians have a responsibility to teach, as you just suggested right now, then after the teaching comes a state of, of affairs where those who have been taught hold a different view from the teachings. That is where we are right now. We're asking the yes. question, after those who have learned about the Christian truths still hold yes. the view that the Christian truth is not true to them, what then happens? Is it possible to access this God? Is this God restricted to the Christian teachings to be accessed? You see, the, 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 you must understand that when you take that verse only, we will come to this discussion and try to find finality on how to access God. But the Bible is dynamic. The Word of God is broader than just that one statement. Of course, there are many other ways that people can access God. Which are? But uh, when you believe in God, you believe that God is available to you. That is the whole purpose of the cross of Jesus, is to open the way to everybody not to come through a particular single understanding of either human being or so, but to be able to say that God is accessible through his love and we were received by Christ on the cross. All right. So but it means it, that it, it has to only hold on that statement. It is not actually properly.
Okay. Christ is accessible. God is accessible. For as long as you lift your arm of faith and have and give your life to Jesus, All right. you will be able to access Christ not only through that one statement. Through that Christ. That statement is not in a vacuum there, Reverend Doctor. That, that, that statement is uttered by the very protagonist referring to the Christ, the Emmanuel, the Savior of the Christian faith, the New Testament yes. protagonist. That statement doesn't happen in a vacuum. So hence the question. So you're saying it is able, as a Christian, you are saying there is a way, many other ways of accessing God, uh, ignoring what that statement says, which that statement says only through Christ. That statement is just one silo that is irrelevant to the truth as you're preaching it. No, 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 no. That statement will always be relevant. Christ, the only thing you were saying to his followers is that you need to understand that I am the life, I am the way, I am the truth. If you want to access God, you've got to go through those features of who God is. And as I'm speaking to you, I am the revelation of the Holy Trinity, which is the totality of Godhead. He never said that, look at me in my human nature and end there. He says, look at me as the Christ who is both human and both God. And in order for you to access as my followers, you can do that through me. And those who are not followers can do it through any other one who they choose to follow. Hold the thought, Reverend Doctor. I'll give it up to you to respond. And I'll take some final callers and then conclude our conversation. You're listening to Facts of Faith. Facts of Faith. We're taking your calls, the final calls, and then we'll conclude our conversation with the good Reverend Dr. Vukilimian. Let's go to Cape Town. Sergio, good morning. Good morning, uh, Naya. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Go ahead, Sergio. The main point that Jesus is making is not that you can't go to God, but he says nobody can come to the Father. Yes. And the Father is a personal relationship with, with God. If other people don't want to come through Jesus, they have their own law to judge them and will judge, be judged by that law. Okay. So Jews will be judged by their law. But it's very stringent and it's almost impossible to come to God that way. Um, whereas I think Jesus says, I, nobody knows the Father except for me. And if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. So he was in bringing us into a personal relationship with God. Yeah. And he was fulfilling the requirements of the law and enabling us to access God, the Father. Are you, are you effectively saying, Sergio, that God is exclusive to, to Christianity? Are you saying that God is only and exclusively accessible only through Christianity? No, no. Father, the, the Father, the, the, the relational Father, not God. God can be accessed through whatever belief system you, you abide by. Okay. So you're it suggesting that there's a distinction between... ...by their own conscience even if they have not heard of God. So you're saying there's a distinction between accessing God and having a relationship with God? With a Father, with a personal Father. It's different from God. God is also the Father, but for Christians, He's a personal Father. There's a personal relationship, whereas I think when you look at a law, it's not a personal relationship, it's an ethical code that you abide by. Okay. Okay, very interesting take. Thank you, Sergio. Appreciate your call. Let's move on to CISO. Hello, Nai. Yes, go ahead, sir. Okay. um, Nai, I want to mention something. I have a a quote here, or it's not a quote, it's really. It says that your religion is true because you believe it, or you believe because your religion is true. So we are we have two types of people in this world: the people that believe their religion uh, because it is true, or the people or the people that believe because their religion is true. Actually, now what's happening is that 
uh, in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. All these other uh, religions, if I can put it like that, none of the uh, uh, prophets or whomever they worship has claimed that he is the creator of the heavens and earth. But when you go to the book of Hebrews, Hebrews chapter 1, verse, around verse 8 there when you read down, it says, this is a conversation between God the Father, saying that unto the Son, he says, You, O God, your, your, your throne of righteousness is good, and thou hast created the heavens and the earth from the beginning. And this was, to, the God, God the Father was actually talking to the Son, Jesus Christ, saying that he is the one that actually created the heavens and the earth. Now, we have now Jesus Christ, the same Jesus Christ, saying that I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one goes to the Father but through me. He's the only one that has actually made that claim. None of the other prophets uh, has made that claim. Now, you go to, uh, what is that, Islamic, uh, the, the believing prophet, Prophet Muhammad. Now, I have a question. Prophet Muhammad was a prophet, actually, and he says also Jesus Christ was a prophet. Now, we have... Two people saying that um, they are both prophets in uh, the Quran. Now, I have a question. My question is that, can a prophet be wrong? Obviously, they're going to answer, no, the prophet cannot be wrong. But you have now Muhammad saying that, that Jesus Christ is a prophet. Now, if Jesus Christ is really a prophet, he says that he's the way, the truth, and the life. No one goes to the Father except through him. Now, if that is wrong, that means Muhammad is wrong by saying that Jesus Christ is a prophet. But say that Jesus Christ is right. That means also Muhammad is wrong for saying uh, for not uh, saying that Jesus Christ is the only way to the Father. I don't know if I'm making sense. Man. I'm not quite sure if you are. But again, we do know that there are false prophets. Prophets can be wrong. This is textual matter. Thank you very much. See, so I'm gonna move on to Peter. Peter, you're a final caller for now. And give a, a, a guest reverend man opportunity Hello. to respond to both of you. Go ahead, Peter. Hello. How are you? Well, thank you. Go ahead, Peter. All right. Uh, you know, night. I always want. I was worried today whether you are not going to present the message today. Say now, that again. I, I was worried. I was. I've been waiting to hear from you because you delayed to. I, okay, let me go straight to the point. Now, Christians, Christians who are going to church, they don't. They carry the Bible, but they don't know what is in the in the Bible. Yes. They go to church. The pastor quote a, a verse, and that's it. They go home. Okay. They don't understand the word when Christ unleashed, when Christ says something. It's, it's like that. No one goes to, to, to God except through Christ. Now, another thing I want to say is that there's a place in the Bible where I want to come quote it now. It says, those who are going to be saved are those who have the testimony of Jesus Christ. So how do you, how do you go to church and you carry a Bible and you don't know what it means when Christ says you can't go to the Father except through him. Now, people are saying that uh, Muhammad is this, Muhammad, uh, the Hindus. We don't have any problem with those beliefs because, one, God has given us a power of choice. And that power of choice is for you to make choice whether you worship God in truth and in spirit or you worship whatever you want to worship. There's no any two ways about it. There's no way people can go behind doors and go to God without going through the sun. Like the, the reverend was saying there, he says, in the beginning, God was in charge. Okay. After Christ came and take the key from the devil and say, he is the resurrection of life and death. Then when he was going, he says, I will leave you another comforter. And that comforter is the Holy Spirit. 
Okay. Who is operating Peter, now? We are digressing just a little bit. Thank you very much for your comments. I got it. Thank All you right. very much. I got to move on to Reverend Mayana. Uh, before we do that, let's read some text messages. Just two text messages and give the Reverend an opportunity to reply. One reads, good morning, sir. Good. God is surrounded by many sons and he has been sending them to this world to teach about himself. The context of the verse you have quoted is that Jesus is one of his sons and therefore he can send any one of his sons. In other scriptures, like the Bhagavad Gita, it is mentioned that one by God. Okay. Another one says, Jesus was not wrong. In his statement, there is no alternative way to God. Everyone has an opportunity to accept him now. He paid the price. If you say you believe, how educated must one be to go to heaven? Just believe, George. All right, Reverend Mian, uh, you get the last word on this matter. You got the callers and the text messages. Your final shot, your parting shot. My parting shot is that um, the statement, it is very uh, correct that... um, um, that is said by Jesus in John Gospel, chapter 14, verse 6, that you can only come to the Father through Jesus Christ. The reason why we, we, we must always make distinction between the, the word God and the word Father. The writer of the Gospel was very specific in articulating that statement of Christ. Come to the Father. And immediately you, you, you mention the word Father, it it depicts the concept of Trinity, of the totality who God is. God is the Father, God is the Son, God is the Holy Spirit. So the Son is saying, in order for you to go to the Father, you have to go through another person of the Trinity to get the totality of who God is. I think the discussion here has been um, interchangeably using God and Father. Whereas Jesus' statement is clear, if you want to go to the Father, who is one part of the Godhead, you have to go through Jesus the Son, who is the second part of the Godhead. Therefore, to use it interchangeably, we might find ourselves in confusion. As a Christian and a Christian faith, it is correct. In order for you to go to the Father, you have to go through the Son, who first part and the Father and the Holy Spirit of who God is. I think that this mission is important that we should always remember. All right, thank you very much, Reverend Doctor. We appreciate your time. That was Reverend Dr. Vukile Meana, Director Human Resource Office of Methodist Church, Southern Africa, in the office of the presiding bishop. And that's how we conclude our conversation. And then it begs the question, if we have this misunderstanding as to how to get to this father, are we talking about the same God? A God who's going to send a son who's going to give such a confusing statement? Is it possible that Christians and Muslims and Jews are worshipping a different God? Or are we all worshipping the same God? We'll ask that question next time and hopefully we'll get more answers to this question.